second episode. Let's just rewind. <laughs> see, see what happened there? Listen, I just did an introductory <laughs> and my husband did not have the levels correct for my grand introduction. So guess what? I have to do it all over again. So here we go. Yo, welcome to the Exactly Podcast episode 10. <laughs> episode 10. Listen. <laughs> Today, I have a very, very, very special guest. This is like fam to me, my sis, Ray Monica. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. And we also have my handsome husband, 305, <laughs> joining us tonight. What's going on? I'm just here listening for my name. I just said your name, so. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> so listen there's something i gotta get off my chest we're just gonna have a get off your chest moment shouts out to the breakfast club i just got to get it off my chest listen whoever made the term friends come and go that's a freaking lie friends do not come and go people okay. come and go right. friends become family friends become family so they don't come and go because they are forever attached to you listen if i have called you my friend it ain't no you could just come in and out once you have cut your ties they're cut severed burnt mm. tubes tied mm. i don't want nothing to do with it so no take it for what it's worth listen we were at least i thought that it was fam you know so with that being said always remember friends never come and go people do stop getting friends and people mixed up stop getting friends and acquaintances mixed up stop mixing your seasons up you got to know when people are in your life just for a season and when their fall comes, you got to let them fall and regrow, regrow new That's roots. So true. I just had to get that off my chest. Well, I'm glad you got it off. Yeah. It felt like it was a burden. Yes. You know? I'm 20 pounds mentally lighter. <laughs> mentally. <laughs> I'm 20 mentally lighter. So now that's off my chest. We always start off by asking, how was your week? How was your week? Ooh, my week was good. Um, it was kind of long. I have a one-year-old, Brayden, and he had a virus. So, like, he was sick and stuff like that. So, I didn't get a lot of sleep, and so I was a little tired. But business-wise, it was great picking <laughs> up clientele. So, it was actually a really good week. Very revealing. Um, like you had to get some stuff off your chest. There was some <laughs> stuff I had to get off mine. But it was a really good week. I'm I'm happy about my week. Good, good. Five. How was your week? You wasn't ready. No, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. ready. It was. It was good. You just learned that people just say it was good just to say it was good. Mm. I was gonna say that's it. Oh my! Goodness. I had so many hey. details. What First happened? Off. I need you to stop listening. To Shouts this. out to Joe Button Podcast. Uh, I learned so much today. 
I need you to stop listening to stuff I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know that, but I don't really want to reveal that. <laughs> Yeah, so I might be going through some things. You're right. You're totally correct. And I'm going through the formalities just to get myself through to just let you know it was okay. My week was all right. All is well. I can take that. <laughs> Listen, so you already know how my week was. I learned some stuff and I just used the things that I learned on five. So, <laughs> so you know, I, um, Listen, go check us out. We got the relationship podcast. We have the sports podcast. We have the shoot the shits podcast. And then we have the greatest podcast. Exactly. Exactly. So what I want to talk about is adults that are childish. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Childish adults. Mm. Not knowing when to let go of your childish and immature ways. When are you going to grow up? When? When are you going to realize that you can't handle every bullshit um, situation? Like, especially us women. Like, we get, we put ourselves in so much foolishness to where we can't we can't function. We lose ourselves. We lose everything about us because we're so lost in the bull crap that people bring to us. And it's not just men. It's anything pretty much in life. We try to take on more than what we're supposed to. And then when we do that, we become stress strained and then we start to struggle. So sometimes I believe that personal struggles are brought on for personal reasons. Things you didn't have to, things you're struggling with, you don't have to struggle with. How do you feel about that? All facts. And I feel like us as women, we learn those things because we probably see it. And it sucks, but sometimes we have to get to like that breaking point where we're like fully isolated to really see like maybe it is me. And it's like a wake up call when you keep going in the same cycles, like the same relationships, the same failures, all that. You got to take some time and then start to look at yourself like maybe I do need to change some things. But I feel like. Sometimes people not ready. They're not ready to grow up. And most of the times they don't even see that as them. They think it's everybody else. So sometimes it takes falling on your ass to really see like, oh, maybe I need to mature. Uh, That's how I was like, it sucks, but it's part of life. So with you being a mentor and then you also dealing with um, health and being a guru in those areas, how does that affect a woman's health? How does that affect her physically? Good question. Stress. So, and I kind of have a really, like, it's really on my heart with stress because I have been diagnosed. I'm trying not to say I don't have it now, but I've been diagnosed with something called psychogenic non-epileptic seizures. 
So I literally have seizures because I'm stressed or because a stressful situation happened. So we take on so much as women because we have so many like individual life roles. We're moms, we're wives, we trying to start businesses. Like we have so many life roles. We haven't, we haven't really learned how to let stuff go. So when we take on all that stuff, it weighs us down. And then we wonder why we're not sleeping. We wonder why we either, so stress, you either gain weight or you can lose weight either way. So we wonder why we're going in these cycles of our health. And it's because we're not putting ourselves first, focusing on us so we can be a better service. So sometimes like we were just kind of talking, you have to like cut stuff off, like put yourself first so you can be a better mom. You can be the better wife. Like it's not selfish for self-care. Right. It's not selfish. And that's something I'm learning now because I had to learn it the hard way. Right. And that's why I'm like, no, no, no. Let's let that go. You know, let it, you know, you got to find ways to let stuff go. Some people running, working out. I was going to say smoking, but I'm trying not to. Because <laughs> it's not for everybody. It's right. not. <laughs> so, but hey, if it works, hey. So but, what do you use as your stress release? Or what are some recommendations you can um, offer that says, you know, this could help release some of that stress? Or, you know, this is how we can. Sex. That's <sighs> actually something. I wasn't Still, ready for that response yet. Oh, like okay. What do you rewind for me? Okay, so five says sex is the way <laughs> to relieve stress for him, but sex is a way a way to relieve sex for anyone. Yeah, you know, male or female is is. I mean, if you sometimes, um, if I'm really really under stress, like yeah, if I relieve it's great for headaches too. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Wow. You're welcome. Yeah. So when a woman says, oh, I have a headache, uh, it's best that you go ahead. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so foolishness. So, so now women, listen, you cannot say I got a headache because guess what? You need to release. Yeah. And when you release, that headache will Go away unless he bamming your head on the head rail. For all the men listening, this is the game, man. Whoa. This is why y'all should be tapping into the Exactly podcast, man. Every Wednesday. If you if you got ears to hear, listen. Right. I'm just saying. So um, but yes, any tips that you would have to release that stress. We've said sex. We're gonna go back down that street momentarily. But um, what are some other things that could possibly be done to relieve that stress and to help women be better women, but only if they're ready? Ooh, key. that's key. What you just said, you got to be ready. Um, but first, I always tell people what makes you happy. Like you like there's no like certain like regimen that will bring it to you. You have to really look within to see what makes you happy. And start there. Like some people, they like movement. Like me, I like moving. So like I like taking workout classes. I like working out. I like walking. Like I like being in nature. So you could be stretching. Stretching is amazing. Stretching is the key. 
<laughs> I'm just going. Stay y'all said y'all on the game, but ooh, stretching is the key. <laughs> she kicking back. She getting. She, hey, hey. She, I will apologize. <laughs> she was just getting comfortable. Let go. <laughs> um, but uh, stretching, moving. Uh, some people like I like praise and worship. Honestly, um, I am a woman of faith, so like I pray. I have my meditation time, and like that gets me at peace, so I can handle when life comes at you because life is gonna keep happening. Um, that's one of the probably my main things. Uh, I do. I do use marijuana you know that helps me a lot <laughs> listen guys i am the only green one on the exactly podcast yeah. no pun intended I, I <laughs> right. <laughs> so listen i i'm with her with the praise and worship and that is true for me yeah. praise and worship even when i'm going through or when i'm having bad thoughts so when i get up in the middle of the night and i can't mm-hmm. go back to sleep i find myself if i um sing some type of hymn in my head or mm-hmm. even just a simple I love you Jesus That's I can, I those things the vocals <laughs> right those right. things it's, it's the calming. vocals for me so that's a good one <laughs> music music is a good one yeah yes music um and I like to dance so like I definitely like dance and worship and everything like that too so um let's see I know people they do yoga to help relax, um, go to the beach. Back into stretching. Yeah. Stre- I'm telling y'all, start stretching. I'm still waiting on my video. I knew I was coming over here today. <laughs> so you get an in-person session, okay? You said, that was so, my petty betty So moment. you're not. For those that do not know, Ray is my trainer. She is my mentor to help me get some of this love off of me um so i am currently 10 pounds down Kudos to me. Um, and her because she has really been on me we, we meet every thursday and guys it is amazing it is amazing it is amazing just to have somebody who is making you accountable for being healthy and changing a lifestyle learning that it's not about changing just the way you eat, changing your whole lifestyle, getting yourself in a new routine. It's all about the mindset. Everything starts in your mind. So you have to make the decision to really want something or to change something. And then that's what changes your actions. So So she's giving you several um, ways to relieve your stress. I'm going to give you another way. (laughs) If he don't want you... Mm -hmm. Let him go and you will feel better. Mm. If she does not want you, let her go so you can feel better. It goes both ways. It's easier said than done, but it is worthwhile in the end. Listen, this is not just for boyfriend and girlfriends. This is not just for husband and wives. This is for friendships. This is for just acquaintances this is even for your job if your job is causing you major stress then this time to step out on faith and make some moves sometimes people i find that people deal with stress because it's easier oh yeah and they have become complacent in foolishness so when they have become complacent in foolishness 
that just automatically attract foolishness and they just stay yeah. there. Although they don't want it, they just yeah. attract it. It's a comfort zone. Right. Like you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like mm. that's one when one of my coaches told me that I was just like, dang, like I do, like I'm hindering myself because I'm not stepping out. Like right. you said, step out in faith. Like it's, it's, um, I learned, a long time ago that when it's time for when you have be, when you have become complacent when it has become the norm if something is normal to you it's time to move when something yeah. becomes routine to you it's time to move when something has become a religion to you it's time to move it is time to right it, it's time to move out of the way like you you gotta get to a point where sometimes you being uncomfortable is the best thing for you because guess what now i'm uncomfortable and i'm finna i i am so uncomfortable you have to move move. forward you got to i got it i gotta move when a plant (laughs) grows many people don't know it but when that seed starts to sprout that is the a plant is a living thing for some of you slow people (laughs) it's the most painful part when that root is starting to sprout that is the most uncomfortable part for that plant to grow because it's starting to change it's starting to develop into something else when a woman is pregnant Mm -hmm. the most uncomfortable part is to deliver what is is to deliver the change right the you have an uncomfortable part in the beginning where your body is changing because you have to prepare for what's about to happen and then you go to this tumultuous pain to bring a change into right. the world so change is never comfortable nope. it's it's never when something is to be birth great it's never comfortable it, it you have to go through some things when you're trying right. to birth something great you got to go through some stuff Trust me. but get this no woman wants to be pregnant forever you're going to do what Let you got to do to get through. <laughs> like, take you a mental emino, a enema, a mental enema, right. and let that stuff go. Right. Like, it is, it is, I don't know if you need to get mental Miralax, what you need to do, but you got to do something. Really, you just got to start talking. A lot of women, they hold everything in. If you start releasing it, start actually talking, saying your feelings, Right. right then you'll start to notice like stuff ain't gonna get to you at, like it used to because you'll see it, it's not worth it for me to spend my energy to go at the same level you at right it's not and like i said it's not just for um men women relationships that's for anything. anything that is that's for anything i have mistaken acquaintances for friends and they have fallen i'm still learning yeah, I've I've learned like you're my friend, you're my friend, and I love you. I don't care if we ain't talked in two years. That's my friend. And I don't have many people that I refer to as friend because I'm that I hold that dear to me because friends don't stay friends with me. They become family. family. Right. They become family. I have friends right now that can walk in my house and go in my kitchen. Everybody can't do that. Uh, where you going? Back. Like everybody can't do that. There are, there are people that my grandsons that I bring them around. I don't bring them around everybody there. 
they are too far. I don't bring my husband around everybody. I, I just don't because I don't know if you like that, Becky. It's not that I don't trust him. I don't, I don't trust, trust you. you. <laughs> I got a, Well, I got a question because I have said that to my husband. He was like, but what about me? Like, it's not. So I got a question for your lovely husband over here. So how do you feel about that? Like, if we say it's not you, it's the other person. How does that make you feel? I don't like it. Does it feel like you that that's not us trusting you? Yes. Is that, okay, but it's not. It's right. Can you explain a little bit? I mean, I just my 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 wife might express something. Uh, <laughs> my wife might express um i might not i might like i might not like you going somewhere with such and such you know what i'm saying because you might not you you know his lifestyle yeah you know what i'm saying and he might um not, not antagonize me but just put me somewhere that you wouldn't questionable place that you would probably describe as questionable places. Okay. But me, but me going to the club or going to the pool bar or something where there might be the other sex around, right? <laughs> I feel like you want to and, say something else, but okay. And, <laughs> and um and he is on the hunt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't got nothing to do with me. And I guess like what? It. He might bring, he, they might be over there. And I can sit there, vibe, shoot pool, and guess what? Hey, I'm married. You ain't, ain't got nothing to do with me. How you doing? But that's just me. I can do that. Yeah. Not you know every saying? man can do that. Okay. I just want to hear another perspective because, you know, my husband, y'all sound just like. Go check out that new podcast, Two Perspectives. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, um, it is. It's it's not so much as like random people. It's not that heavy. But I have told him that mm, they're kind of questionable. Uh, you know, not to say that he doesn't have his own mind, but sometimes people can put you in a place, and somebody else may say, even though you just speak, you just spoke to the young lady. But if somebody else that knows us. Kind of like wrong place, wrong yeah. Time. Especially if you're sitting at a high top, like I, I don't play this thing all the way out of my mind. But <laughs> Lord, she got the whole scenario, right? Listen, hey, you're sitting at a high top, and her friend is, you know, flirting with your friend, or they mess around, uh, and then she's sitting at the high top with you. That don't look good to the random eye, Leisha. Uh, where you at? I'm home. Uh. Phones are so crazy now. I have a picture of you sitting at the high top. It's not that I don't. I'm calling you. Now you don't answer. We got a problem. <laughs> what if he didn't hear the phone? Listen, <laughs> I'm calling again till somebody answers. I really feel like you can't go off until you actually talk to the person now. But see, I wouldn't go off. Hey, let me show you what I just got. Uh, what's going on? You know, but. At the same time, my husband has never, like I said, it's the outer picture. It's not that that's yeah. what's going on. But to you, you walk into someone, okay, I know five went cheat on his wife, but let me call her and make sure everything go okay. 
you know, I, I would expect that from my sis. I would, you know, uh, hey. And I got a and I got a time when um when it was the reverse and I acted in the total thing that I said that I just did with uh-huh. <laughs> and I can admit that, you know what I'm saying? Uh she was at a she was at a uh an event where she was singing and everybody took a picture. You know what I'm saying? It was just a picture, right? For me saying that hindsight, right? But uh-huh. it was two niggas and two females. <laughs> it was two it, it was two dudes and two females, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I ain't like the way it looked. And I he went, he went off and I'm like, it was just uh-huh. a picture. I was in a um I was in a rhythm and gospel kind of like award show. We did um quite a few um performances and it was like a week long event. Mm-hmm. So um we were me and another young lady, honestly, we were just vocalists and some other vocalists came up and we just took the picture. I posted the picture. Well, he saw the picture and I mean completely went off. Mind you guys, we were not married. We only had been dating for about a year. I'm not making any excuses, but we only had been dating for about a year, but we were living together and it didn't look good. Listen, it it (laughs) didn't. And I will admit it. It was a friendly picture, but it didn't look good to someone I'm dating. Right. Especially when he didn't go with me. He went to the next event though. (laughs) Right. Wait a minute. Let me. Okay. You know, it was, it was that thing. Like he, he totally, but see, that was old five. You know, I married new five. So, you know, my husband still has, no, he still got a jealous street, like crazy. And I keep trying to tell him, don't nobody want these pounds, but you baby. (laughs) Um, but you know, it's, it's one of those things where I don't, I don't trust Becky around my husband. I don't trust Sally. And I don't trust Mary and Martha either, even no, though Mary clean Jesus' feet. I don't, people, trust, I, just, I don't know her. I don't know you like that, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't want you around. Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to give and see. With me, I'm a woman of faith as well. I just feel like you shouldn't give the enemy any room to come in, right? And to like sometimes, and that's another thing. Sometimes we give the enemy room to come in and cause foolishness. Right. We give, you know, I feel like a husband and wife, even a a engaged couple, you should be just about inseparable. Yes, you need time away from your your partner or whatever. But I feel like if you are away from your partner, you're with family, um, you know, a drink here and there with a friend not some females that you just chill with here and there. You know, somebody you are, I don't hang, I don't too much hang with anybody from work. I don't too much hang out with anybody. 98% of the time, especially just on some freeness, I'm with my husband. Like I literally had to make him go hang with friends a few weeks ago and was like, I'm okay. I'll be all right. You know? And it was crazy because I missed my husband because I'm accustomed to always being right. with my husband. If I'm not with my husband, I'm with my mom and my daddy. Like it's, it's, it's either, or I'm either with him or I'm with right. them. Like my husband is my best friend. My mom and daddy, they're my friends. Like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm always with them. 
You know, I just I, crazy. They're in New Orleans celebrating their thirty third anniversary. Um, but I just told her today. She said, um, she said, well, we may need you to come pick us up from the airport tomorrow. And I got up. I was like, okay. And then she said, well, no, um, Mr. Bobby gonna come pick us up. Hey, I ain't seen y'all in five days. Like, y'all sure y'all don't want yeah, me to y'all come? Y'all sure y'all don't want me to come? You know, but it's it's those things. Like, I feel like sometimes that togetherness is missed. If you're always with your homegirl and he always with his homeboys, when is that that time? Right. If she's always over there or he's always over there. When do y'all have that togetherness, you know? Um, yes, there is good times. Well, but I don't go out of town without my husband. I don't, you know, it ain't no girl's trip for me. First off, he don't be with that. And that's crazy. Because he don't be with a girl's trip. Guess why? I don't trust them niggas out there. <laughs> It's oh. not that he doesn't trust me. We keep going back to the same thing. <laughs> I feel like we need to work here. We right. Need to stay here. There's something. I'm just here. <laughs> I'm just saying, but like for you, like girls trip, she's not going nowhere without me. That's uh, that, you know, that's that's the big thing. Why am I not going anywhere without him? I don't trust the niggas out there in the street. Okay, so what is wrong with me saying I don't trust Becky? Hi. Don't get slapped <laughs> on me now. Oh, man, my bad. Uh, I, I Baby, this exactly Drake got on niggas slumped. I had a good week. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand All him. right. Why? So is that your final answer? Okay. So on that note, what we're going to do is take a break. And be right back with the Exactly Podcast from the Gunshot State Podcast Network. And we're back. (laughs) Listen, guys, tonight is great because we are on this exactly drink. We have our own special drink, the exactly podcast. We doing it. We own it. And I'm feeling good. Five don't. He's not sure how he feels because he's a tequila drinker. So he's like, yeah. You know, he's he's on a hmm, maybe okay. Uh it's good though, you know, he just kinda nah. He's yeah. the it's very cream. good. Yeah. Tequila, you kinda it just hate. Yeah, okay. So that's probably so, why you're feeling it, but you're not. Yeah, so that's what I'm expecting. It just, yeah. okay, it just crawls up your back. Yeah, and then it'd be like hate here. Right. <laughs> it's like a good nut. Wait, whoa! <laughs> it kind of creeps up on you. You think it's okay? You about to? All right. So wait a minute. How did we get here? I'm gonna go check on the kids. <laughs> they how sleep. How did we get here? <laughs> so it's like I said, it's like a good nut. You know, you feel, you feel like you can handle it, yeah, you, and then all went, of a sudden, that went, oh, that so, went that so, went so, a different way than I expected. So there. so so, uh, my week was good. That's going to be the runner of the whole time. <laughs> As I feel. Listen. But yes, um, before we left, we were um, talking about girls trip going out, um, you know, having those girls trip. I guess I really don't have friends like that. to go. So it's not a big thing for me mm-hmm. to take a girls trip. But like I said, my husband don't be on that anyway. 
Right. So how do you feel about that? I may be the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wasn't always this way. Honestly, I just kind of got here after like some months, not even a year, because I kind of realized it depends on who your partner is. Who's your spouse? Like, can you trust them? Like, how do they act? Have they gave you any reason to think differently? And sometimes, like, depending on that person, they may just need that space by themselves to really process. Like, we was kind of talking about it earlier, like, how to let stuff go. That may be how they let stuff go. So, but it ain't for everybody. Only if you can, like, really trust them. I don't want to spend my own money. That sounds like a um, spoiled <laughs> kind of thing there. Well, how about you just get his money and then go on the trip? It don't, it don't feel the same. I need you standing there and say, oh. <laughs> you, need, you need to see the swipe. You need to see it, to see the transaction. Okay. No, I'm good. About, just, you know, you could transfer that money. It's, and, it's, um, it's just something about, it's so sexy to see him swipe his card. It's so or him to hold his phone and do Apple Pay. Oh, baby, you something. paid for that. Yes, it's just you something paid for that. So turn onerish <laughs> about that. Like I just love to see him swipe or no swiping. <laughs> but if you take Shouts a break, to the Explorer. <laughs> I really loved that show growing up, though. You did not just shout out Dora. <laughs> Get your. Ass did you out. see the new one? The new one. I didn't watch it about five times. <laughs> hey, what? Okay. But no, 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 no. But if you take that break from seeing him, like swiping, and then when you come back, it's going to be even better. It's going to be even better. But so, I just say try I'm t- accepting all applications for <laughs> a girl's trip. <laughs> well, I want to go. Okay, cool beans. I have my first application. Because the world needs to see right. all of this. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> you okay with that five? Yes, ma'am. And you okay with the world seeing all of this? Sure. <laughs> hey, you this should. is recorded, so we could go. Yes, back. episode I, I ten, right? Episode ten of the Exactly Podcast. Exactly. Five was good with the world seeing all, all of this. this. <laughs> <laughs> so. I guess we just need to plan because I'm trying to go somewhere for real. Right. That sounds great. That sounds great. So um, I wanted to talk um, about uh, weight loss um, and doing it in a healthy way. I am a woman who is pleasantly plumped, but according to the books, I'm a woman who is obese. But everybody is obese. If you really want me to be technical, just about everybody is obese. I've been obese like my whole life. And it's it's like, yeah, it's like it's 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 a thing. If you are five, seven and you're supposed to be two hundred and ten pounds at five, seven and you are two two hundred and twenty five pounds, you are considered obese. So it's like one of those things where I'm just pleasantly plump and plush. So I'm 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 good with that, but when it has become a hassle for me to do certain things, then it starts to play on my mental. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I am happy with the skin I'm in, but the skin I I am in on some days is like, Lord, I gotta get out of this car. I don't want to feel like that. So because I don't want to feel like that, it's time for me to make a change. And that's when I decided that I don't like the fact of it being a struggle to get in and out of my vehicle or in the middle of the night when I have to get up and use the restroom three and four times because of my weight or um, I'm snoring and my husband is saying, turn it over on the other side because you are snoring. Now, this is me being transparent. So it can help someone else. But when it became a thing, when it became that thing for me, it became a thing of I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm-hmm. My weight loss goal is not much. Um, I don't want to be a size two because all of y'all are going to be like, Alicia got that shit. <laughs> no, that is not what I want to get down. The smallest I actually want to do is a 16. If I go surpass the 16, I'm going to gain a little bit more back because I'll be look sick. So, you know, I believe that sometimes people want to lose weight to appease other and forget to lose weight to appease themselves. Right. And I'm on a journey to appease me. I don't care about anybody else. I don't care. And I, <laughs> I want to take the easy route. I'm once again, I'm being transparent. I want to take the easy route and go through the surgery and get the quick fix. I honestly do. That's what I want to do. But at the same time, I need to understand that that's not for everybody. And if I don't change my lifestyle, I'll gain the weight right back. Right. It may not come back as fast, but it'll come back. And I think that's what people lose it with uh, the um, weight loss surgery. Like they Mm -hmm. still eat the same. It's not a lifestyle. Nobody has did a lifestyle change. They have just said, okay, then. Now nah, I'm losing the weight. I'm losing the weight. I know people that had the surgery, they still big. Right. Like, well, dog, you got to have another one. What's going on? So, you know, I understand that it is a, a mental thing. I do mm-hmm. understand that, um, that there are things that you have to do to prepare for this surgery. I understand there are things that you have to do to take care of your body after the surgery. Um, I knew a lady who had the surgery who just never really recovered from it. She ended up passing away. Um, it just made her sick. And she was sick for years because of this weight loss. She did the weight loss surgery, and but just couldn't fully wow. recover. Um, my mother um, had it in 2003, but she had the, not everything is like a stock dick and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. She had the more extensive one, the, the, the oh, cuddle, cuddle, you know, the, the more extensive surgery, but, and, you know, it's, it's a thing of making that decision to do better. Mm-hmm. And that's where I am. Um, well, some motivational things you have already shared mostly with me within our intimate conversations. Um, but what are some mo- emotional, uh, not emotional, <laughs> Lord, some motivational things that could help someone who wants to go the easy route, but have a doctor like me that say, no, you need to (laughs) do it the healthy way. And, and my daughter's thing is I can approve you for the surgery, Mm -hmm. but you're not going to do right because you haven't changed your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So no, I'm not going to really like your doctor. Yes. Shouts out to Dr. Rivers. (laughs) 
<laughs> she just signed on the dotted line. I could have been in liposcopic <laughs> surgery, and I could probably be a size eight by now. But she say no. A lot of doctors wouldn't do that, actually. So that's really good that a doctor said that because I don't think a lot of people realize that it's very prevalent now. Like everybody getting their bodies done and stuff like that. Hey, I don't care. More power to you, but you still have to maintain that, or you're gonna have to consistently keep going to get it done. So like you have to start with the mindset and it's a lifestyle change but to kind of go back a little bit because that's that what we was talking about with the bmi with being obese and stuff that is really dear to my heart because i want people to really realize if you're like really short or really tall it's going to be mis miscued like it's not for that it's for like the literally average person because me growing up, I did gymnastics. So I've been very buff and like very small my whole life. And like I look fine. But when I would go to the doctors, it was like, well, you're too, you too big. Like you have to lose weight. And I'm like, I'm like 13, but right. I'm very muscular. So I'm, I seem like I'm very obese. So I like, that is really dear to my heart. So like I always tell pe- people to start with how you feel and what you want to look like. Um, even when I start with people, I actually tell them don't start with a number. Like, you know, some people have that number they want to get to. I say start with how you want to feel and how you want to look in your clothes because the number is going to fluctuate because you might get to that number and be like, I don't really like what this look like. And then you actually may want to tone or gain or lose more. So I always say start with how you feel um, and how you want to look in clothes. Like the numbers, the measurements. Yeah, we could do all that. But sometimes that's a mental block. And it could kind of trip you up when you're on that journey to transformation because you're like, I'm not losing the weight. But sometimes what you're doing is losing inches, but you're gaining muscle. Muscle weighs more than fat. So you're trying to get to this number, but you actually doing really good because you're you're toning. The more muscle you have, the more metabolism, like your metabolism is going to go higher. So your body's going to start functioning the way it's designed to. So that was just, I had to get that off my chest <laughs> for the world. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, but yeah, so the mindset, you have to want, you have to want it for yourself. Like for me, even like I said, I've been in shape, you could say my whole life. but it was the outside that looked good, but my insides were basically, I was dying on the inside. Like I had to get my mindset. Like I had to change to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. You got to be tired of where you are to make that change. Like it really starts with you. Like as a, um, as a coach, I can tell you all the things to do, but you have to do it. Period. Like, and that's why I'm not one of those coaches that's going to yell at you and, oh, you got to do that. No, I'm going to tell you what to do and you follow it, whether you want to do it. Uh, she made me drink four bottles of water a day. It and it's going to it's going to increase. Like, what did we start with? You was with barely two. drinking water. Yeah, I'm not a water drinker, guys, and I'm up to four. I need to drink my last bottle. Before I where is bed. the water bottle? We got these exactly three. <laughs> it's in the refrigerator. We'll go get it. <laughs> right. Let me get back Five, in my you um, get me a water, please, Let me get in my, my mindset. Coach says I need a water. Um, toast to some water. How about <laughs> yes, that? I am 
I am not a water drinker for those that are listening. Um, I'm not a water drinker at all. I hate water. I have been with her for three weeks. I started with two bottles of water. I'm up to four now. Woo! I'm about to drink my fourth bottle. So proud. Listen, I told her, she asked me Thursday. She said, how many bottles of water you had today? I thought I said three and a half. She said, oh, now I know you can do four. So now your number is four. <laughs> Wait, what? That's how it works. So, um. You take baby steps. This is four it's bottles about of habit water. changes, guys. Habit changes, small habit changes. I don't like water. Drink the water. Drink, uh huh. You ain't got to chug, chug, chug. <laughs> See how people are chug, 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 chug. I want to finish my exactly drink. We gonna finish it too. But I'm not gonna be thirsty no more. <laughs> and technically, when you have alcohol, you're supposed to drink more water than you're supposed to have. Just to throw that in there, but we're going to work to that. Oh, goodness. Prepare for your day. That's all I This is what happens when you have a guest on that you love because now you're in your feelings. Mm -hmm. Get on in them. But okay, mindset. I really feel like I was kind of done. Like, oh. it, <laughs> 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 it just, you gotta, you really gotta want it for yourself. Like, you <laughs> that's bottom line. You gotta want it for yourself. Like, um, <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about how do you feel about the killing of the 13-year-old girl? Um, I would say I don't even know. Whoa, my heart just took a turn. Yeah. What, um, wait, what are you talking about? Recently on Monday, they found the body of a 13-year-old um, child who was out of her home after 1 a.m. Um, she's caught on camera with another young, um, uh, with another child. Um, and it's three o'clock in the morning. They see him come back, um, across the cameras and guys don't quote me on the times. I'm just giving you the rounded times. Um, he comes, they see them go across the camera at a certain time and then they see him come back, but he comes back by himself without his shoes. Um, and then later to find out that he had, he's accused of this 13-year-old child's murder. Now, what's bothering me about this situation, if my Googler can pull the story up, um, there is a photo of him sitting in the police cruiser that he posted on Instagram with the peace sign up, say, has anybody seen? I believe her name is Tristan. I'm waiting on my Googler to find out her name. Um, just Google 13-year-old girl killed in Jacksonville, Florida. But I believe her name is Tristan. But the caption said, has anybody seen Tristan? He's sitting in the back of the police cruiser with the peace sign up. Um, is her name Tristan? Tristan. Yes. Tristan Bailey. Um, rest in peace to Tristan Bailey, um, 13 year old child killed by a 14 year old child. Um, allegedly, um, they found things in his home that, um, that was evidence that this has happened. They have confessions that this has happened as well. Um, but I had, my thing is, if this was a black 14-year-old boy, 
this could do, um, this would have been totally different. You wouldn't be sitting here looking at me saying, well, what, huh? What you talking about? Yeah. It would be everywhere. We have a Caucasian 13-year-old child who was, and they are very, very, um, she was stabbed to death. Um, and they have said that that's how, you know, that was her, her, um, her way of death. And the sad part about it is, is that this is, it brings back the, to the remembrance of, um, Maddie Clifton in 98, like the things that children do. Um, I was having a discussion with my coworker, um, and she was saying that because I had a problem that the parents didn't know their child was out of the house at one o'clock in the morning at 13 years old. And I know children are going to do what children are going to do. If you could turn the computer to show him if that was a black child, he's sitting in the back of a police cruiser. And the caption says, Hey guys, has anybody seen Tristan lately? She's laying in the woods. And he's the corporate. And this is what he puts on Instagram. I gave that. I shared that story. Just to play devil's advocate. These black boys doing the same thing. Exactly. Like, it's not like it's different. These niggas shooting niggas and making songs about Making whole songs and videos. And and it's, it's this. and And I agree. But just how you responded, they making whole songs about them. You knew about that. You didn't know about him. Touche. Yeah, you're right. You knew about that. You didn't know about they this child posting a picture on yeah. Instagram yeah. with the peace right. sign up, knowing he just dumped a body in the woods not too far from her house or his. <clears throat> you know, it's it's um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a thing of for me, I guess I shared that story to say, how do you feel with you having a toddler and technology is only going to get more technical, <laughs> should I say, you know, um, how do you feel about him being in the first grade with a cell phone or him having social media? Like, because they lie. In the first they age grade? Only, on the, not the first grade, but oh, like, so yeah, I have third no and go. fourth and fifth graders that have social media. And all they did was think, lie about their age. Five. I don't think they old enough. And I then seen, they I do five year olds with how? Five-year-olds. What? That's so too early. Then you have um like my husband has an extra phone that he gives chance just to keep him from bothering our phone. Yeah, that's understandable. That's that's uh, but you have children that have a whole T Mobile bill. Yeah, no. They that's... own their mom and dad's Mm-mm. plan. I have children at my elementary school right now walking around with iPhones and ain't no basic iPhones. Like what is your look on children having phones or children having access to technology the way that they do or even they, because what this young man did to this child didn't just come. Mm-hmm. out of nowhere and we have a habit of let me play devil's advocate blaming everything on the devil 
Right. And some of this bull crap stuff we get ourselves you we get ourselves into like (laughs) you make you know children are going to be children, but where was your mom and dad and you out 145 a.m. Yeah. Like what is going what is going on? And I mean, there are things that I did as a child, and look, I had a whole baby at 15. So no, I was not the perfect child. But what I can say is that it took eight months for me to tell somebody because that fear, mm-hmm. <laughs> but respect, that fear was in me because my plan was, I love you, Demarius. My plan was to have that baby on the bathroom floor and put him at the doorstep and say, Mama, I found this baby. Can we keep it? Like I had to play this thing out oh, wow. in my mind because that level of authority had been set in me. What was the authority? What was the level of authority for this child to, to just even be okay right. with going out of her mom's house at that time of night? And please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying her mom allowed her to because I don't know that. Right. But at the same time, I'm thinking in my head, what guilt is this parent right. feeling? Because if I just would have got up and checked, I would have noticed that she wasn't there. And, you know, I've seen even people putting on there, oh, well, they didn't report her missing until 10 o'clock. Well, if you if you call JSO immediately to try to report somebody, they don't, they don't do it. Yeah. They tell you to wait a certain wait. amount of time. So those that are saying, oh, well, I don't know because she didn't report. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. It takes a certain amount of time yeah, to, for that child to be missing. missing. Then they do that part. But as I stated, for the the heinous crime that was committed against her, this stuff didn't stem from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I have in my brain what I want to say how this might have happened. This was but, a girl's trip, get you. Oh, my <laughs> husband went back to girl's trip. This what the fuck a girl's trip get you. No. <laughs> right, right, right. Not but all once of again, them. back to my original. How do you feel about children having um access to so much technology and this includes social media as well um i really feel like every child is going to be different because it's a maturity level for social media and like you may have to have like a talk with them but i i really feel like elementary school is way too young honestly uh even sometimes in middle school like because in middle school you think you know everything and that's what gets you called up because it's predators out there. And I don't think like the kids really understand that. So I feel like if we really talk to our children, like, and be real with them, be honest, like this is what it is. And this is why I don't want you doing this. I really feel like they might respect us a little bit more to actually listen to what we say and don't go here. Don't be with them because they are going to know the dangers of what it is it's not just us no 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 because think about it when you was young they told you no that meant yes right it's the same thing right exactly exactly so i feel like now because it is so prevalent we have to be way more transparent earlier with the kids than with when it happened with us because you can't just be outside playing all day like we used to now depending on where you are like 
people are just literally sitting there praying on kids. Like it wasn't that bad when we were growing up. Right. Um, so I really feel like that's the thing. Um, it really depends on the child, but I got a cell phone in fifth grade. My mom hated it, but I only got it because I had moved to a new school and I had started going to practice. So I was like by myself, like in the city. So my dad was like, no, nah, she need to have a phone. But I was mature enough at that age. So I, that's, it goes back to that maturity level because boys and girls mature differently. And it could be a gateway to some other stuff. So with, I want to um, piggyback off of what you said when you said um, talking to your children. Mm-hmm. Parents, we have to learn to tell our children no. You got to learn to tell them, no, no, you can't do that. No, you can't have that. Um, Because as I stated, I was going to go back to um, the incident of this child. I honestly believe that this child told this young man, no, and he lost it. This child is, this child is not, these children are not poor children. These children are more than middle so class. So the backstory so, they knew each other? They knew each other. They all went to school. Matter of fact, one of the teachers that I work with, her sons go to school with both of them. Oh. So this was um this happened in St. John's County. So and let me say this too. Crime happens everywhere. Everywhere. Crime happens everywhere. This happened in a predominantly Caucasian neighborhood. And us black folks, we moving everywhere. But this this was it doesn't it doesn't matter location where you go it doesn't matter from stuff and this was what and i even heard a newscaster use the term in a predominantly safe neighborhood no neighborhood is safe (laughs) when you walk out your front front door and you live in a million and if you live in a half a million home a half a million dollar home you could catch a bullet I, you, somebody can hit you with a, it, everything. It's people, not the location. Yeah, it's it's people, <laughs> it's and if people. people dwell there, if wickedness dwells there, right. wickedness happens. Um, but I believe that's that this was a child who has never been told no, and when he was told no, he lost control. And we have to learn as parents that sometimes you just got to learn, no matter how much it hurts. My child is 22 and it still hurt me to this day. If he asks me for something and I don't have it, it bothers me because I have to tell him no. But see, I made that mistake from a young age. I very rarely told my son no. What he wanted, he got it. And then certain things he got that he didn't even ask for because I was too busy. Wow, this is crazy. Because I was too busy trying to fill what I thought was empty spaces that were actually not empty spaces um but on that note we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the exactly podcast all right and we're back um so on that note we just want to say rest in peace to tristan Bailey. just to bring your spirits back up real quick <laughs> you know <laughs> this guy is so extra lord help him you know Hey, 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 hey. As you take a sip, I drink exactly. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. 
have to drink water. Look at you. We don't own the rights to this music. <laughs> so, yes, we just wanted to take a moment just to um, talk about that. Guys, keep an eye out for your children. Uh, make sure you are more involved in your children's lives. So how's toddler mom life? Oh my gosh. Why y'all <laughs> didn't tell me? It's so much work. Like he is everywhere. Like everywhere. He was everywhere when you made him. Oh, whoa, wait. Well, how you gonna tell me? Because he everywhere now. Uh, he is a great combination of me and his daddy. I will say that. Um, He's actually a really good baby to have. He's not really needy. He doesn't really like cry or fuss. So we actually were really blessed in that area. Just like when he's like not feeling good or he hungry. Just like me, I get hangry. So I understand, <laughs> you know, I understand. But <laughs> um. It's good. I have matured a lot. There's still a lot of room that I got to mature in. Like, for me, I like food, guys. <laughs> and even when uh, I just really started sharing with my husband, and then I have a, a son I have to share with, <laughs> this is too much. Like, I'm really just getting to the point where I share my food. And I have a smile. It's like I used to just like here, but I'd be mad, you know, like give it with an attitude. Right. But now I'm like, you know what? You need to eat. You need this. <laughs> <laughs> you need this. Like I need this. Let me share. So say you need this. You know what? Uh, you know what? <laughs> you need to eat. And so, if you know, and if nobody else give it to you, <laughs> just know I, I gave you this, so you don't remember me. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's good. Shots like, out to <laughs> I yeah, he loves basketball, so he's like always playing basketball. So I like the fact that he's active. So I already been playing our whole life. So, like we're gonna be going to the gym together. Like I'm gonna train him. He's gonna be like a super athlete. Like I already see it in my head. I see it. Um but I love it. And watch he loves the music and he's gonna be a gamer. Well he love well he loves music too. He his daddy's son like but that's like from when he was in my stomach like we used to have to play music and he'll start moving. Um, so now it's like you put on a song and he just, he dance, he smiles. So it's going to be probably both or one or the other. My grandbaby. Me? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Oh my God. Hilarious. Um, even, to, even to the hallelujah. That's what he calls gospel music, guys. The hallelujah? Mimi, I want to listen to the hallelujah. You're right. Me? That's what it is. It is a hallelujah. So. Um, <laughs> I love it. But yes, toddler life. That is. Yeah. It should be a handbook, but nobody will be able to follow that handbook Mm-mm. because all toddlers are different. Are different, yeah. All and I was like, "Ooh, I think I want another one." And we had to, uh, we had to babysit uh, a newborn on top of having Brayden, and I was starting to rethink a little bit because I was like, two babies, and it's, <laughs> it was a lot. Right. But I was like, I could get used to it. 
but it's gonna have to be sooner than later because I uh I would have preferred my grandsons to be first off, I would have preferred them to come when my son was married and everything, Uh-oh. but Uh-oh. because it didn't happen that way, it's okay. Um things happen for a reason and I'm good for whatever reason it happened. Um, but they are a year and two weeks apart. Um, we do seven days on and then there are seven days with their mom. And it was, um, so when they were, when Damari was a newborn and Chance was an early toddler, um, my really didn't struggle because my thought process was schedule. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets on the schedule. If we could get everybody on the schedule, we could. everything will be okay. Granted, there were some tough moments with my son. He be I come home and he's sitting on the couch and he'll be standing on top of his head because he's stressed. You know, so it's <laughs> it's like uh okay, but after we got in the routine of everything, it's it changed. Everything kind of and Damari is more independent than mm-hmm. chance. Mind you, Damari is the younger bait is the younger one, but he was the lesson learned. Uh You know, uh -uh, you sleep in your own bed, bed. you know, you self soothe, you you know, all of those things. So he knows how to do all of those things. Chance does not. So because every time Chance cried, we was running to go get him. You know, my husband couldn't stand to hear him cry. So you know. he was the first baby and on our on our side of the family in 21 years. Oh, so he was everybody was riding. learning how to Yeah. What do you do with this? <laughs> you know. So it was so now I'm toddler Mimi now. And oh, we just successfully potty trained chance. Woo, 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 woo. Um he is so potty trained at this moment. Um but toddler life. Yeah, I walked out. Um, I let them do water play. Um, oh, today that sounds fun. Yes, they did water play today. About two weeks ago, they did water play with their cousin Alyssa, and Alyssa, everyone is a girl, but she had on shorts. She had on a, a little two piece, but she had on shorts over her bottom when she was here two weeks ago. So she took off the shorts quite naturally. So on today, while I'm outside with Chance and Damari, <sighs> no Alyssa, I go up under the carport to get some more water play toys. By the time I turned around to come from under the carport, Chance has no shorts on. And then he's going back is back and forth with me about him not having on shorts. I take them off, Mimi. I get in the water. No. Keep your shorts on. You can't you can't do that. You know, you gotta keep your your shorts on. Um my cousin said she was gonna buy him a speedo so he could be able to take his shorts <laughs> his shorts off. But yeah, I come around the corner, he butt bunky ass naked. All right, I got a recent story about two toddlers in the house. Just real quick. Then I'm going to fade back. Probably an hour ago, two hours ago. Oh, this is recent. 
she go to the, she go to Family Dollar. She said, "Bay, the boys in there watching TV. They good." I say, "Okay, I'm outside talking to somebody across the street." So I say, "Okay, let me go in here and check on them." <laughs> so I look in here. I see a I see the bag. I see the book bag, a book bag in the middle of the floor. It's just standing there like perfectly. Like, like something wrong with this though. <laughs> like, like it was in the middle of the floor, standing there like nothing, like it was just right there. So I get up, or well, I, I walk in because I was I, I wasn't finna do nothing. I often go back out because it was just like it wasn't nothing wrong, it wasn't nothing coming out the bag. <laughs> It was just like, it looked regular. It was there. Yeah. But it was in the middle of the floor. So I come in here. I walk into the thing. Him, Chance, and Damari got part tarts from out of the bag from snacks. And they in, and they, and they in his bed. <laughs> Say, babe, give me some. <laughs> Listen, the bag is open. The bag is open. How did you get the bag open? So when I pulled back up in the driveway, he's standing outside eating pot tarts. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, what? Why do you have pot tarts? My response to I him to... is, why are you eating my baby pot tarts? Your response? I had to take it from them because I didn't want them eating it. So it was already open. So, <laughs> so I had to finish it. Listen, like, I next... can't just let it go to waste. The next question I had for him was, next. "You, how did they get it? Because he's told me the story about how he, this all came about. And I'm like, well, the bag was already open. He was like, yeah, show me the bag. They done nod through the bag like two little rats. Because when I go in the room to get them settled for bed, there's little pieces of park top paper on the floor where they done gnawed through them like rats. <coughs> like, dude. Oh, they was going to get that open. <laughs> They, they successfully got it. got it open. I came in on a half-eaten bag. Half <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, Y'all get this. Damari doesn't even like parts. <laughs> she said, oh, I'm about to eat it today. <laughs> These Pop-Tarts look good today. Toddler life. Hashtag toddler, toddler life. life. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> I feel like that's the stage I'm going into now. You are. Yeah. Because now I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, he's um, both of them are very smart. Um, right, they do like they've been here before. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I you know, there's especially chance. The way chance puts things together. The other day, the ball went under the car. He got the bat to try to push the ball back from under the car. What two-year-old knows to go get the bat and take the bat to go up under the car to knock the ball? Now, mind you, the bat wasn't long enough, but it was just a thought process. You ain't never seen Baby Genius? (laughs) I have seen Baby Genius. But listen, that's too genius. Like, Bruh, how did you? And then for one week, for you not to be potty trained to come back and you lifting up the toilet seat, <laughs> holding your ding ding. Oh, uh, that's what it is. That's 
What? What you want me to call it? I would say, what do you? Well, yeah. Oh, my bad. What do you want to call it? Because we call it Winky Dink at Mama House. <laughs> okay. So I say Peter Waffle. <laughs> so yes, um, we worked really hard to train him, and he was just sitting down. He came back home yesterday. He came back today, and from uh, with his dad, and now he's standing up. Oh wow, that was quick. Yeah, that gives me it so took, much it hope. Took, it took so once we got on the same page with Surprised mom. Surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, once we got on the same page with mom, it only took two weeks. And now we have a fully trained, um, fully potty trained two year old. But today I told Kenny, another one coming up. Listen, I'm not stressing that right now. Well, you already gave me some tips, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna need some tips. uh, I mean, once they get it in diapers, yeah, they for the way our budget set up. I'm trying to do other stuff than buy diapers and vipers. Vipers. No, exactly. They exactly drink. Exactly. Got me saying vipers. <laughs> but yeah, that is something. That is something um, major. So let me give some of our mommy because we're gonna have a mommy. We having a mommy moment here. Uh-huh. Um, but just a couple of tips on um that, and I'm coming to you um personally and professionally because I dealt with um toddlers. Infants, toddlers, preschoolers, professionally from 2003 to currently still, but I don't have the preschool ram. I'm in elementary school, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> every child is different. Number one, especially if you are a mother to have multiple children, every child is different because one child didn't do it like the other child, you know, hey. What you know doesn't mean that something is wrong with your child. Um, another thing, um, especially dealing with toddlers, be careful what you say and do around your toddlers. Let me let me tell you something. When you are not careful what you do around your toddlers, when they go to school, rather it be daycare or elementary school, middle school or high school, but we're gonna focus on those little ones. They go back. And they go in the housekeeping center and they act out your whole house. They on the phone, telling all your business, whatever business you told Keisha. <laughs> Little Bone Sheikah Laquan came to school and told the teacher while she was playing in the housekeeping. If you rolling joints in front of your baby, let me tell you something. They rolling joints at school. Literally, we were in church and saw the little boys rolling the joint in church because it was something that they had saw. Oh, wow. They people <laughs> do. So you have to be careful what you do in front of children yeah. because they unintentionally um come back and tell your business. Yeah. So <laughs> my Joe Button podcast moment unintentionally did it. It was not their intention to come tell your business, but that doesn't matter because it has the end result. The end result is mm. what matters. Hey, what I'm going to need you to do <laughs> is stop trying Let to like, figure out right over like, here. Like, the things that I be listening to in, the, in my mindset. Because when I be trying to use that stuff on you, 
and you be like, oh, where you get that from? That sound good. And you just think that it came out of me. Yeah, I, need, I don't need you to understand that. Right, song. I don't need Lying you to understand you where I got it from. Give you your roses and, and you the flowers. You be like, oh, I like that. That shit, you, you really like don't, don't And he done stole. You, you know all the tricks. I can't listen to podcasts. And he done, listen, <laughs> and he done stole the flowers from somebody. <laughs> but listen, you know. I did um, the whole argument. Like, man, I know that wasn't your intentions, man, but the result. It was. You now like, she know where you coming from. She was like, "Damn, that sounds good." Fuck. Now you you took it. Right, no, because now he's <laughs> always saying. Else, he's man. always saying, but that wasn't my intention. I'm gonna hit him with the. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's the ending result. He knows too much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, <clears throat> be careful. Be careful what you show your children, um, what you do around your children. Um, be careful of what is going inside of your children's hearing, what's, what they are seeing. All of you got to be careful about that because children are sponges. They absorb every single thing that they are around. They, they absorb. And when they absorb those things, those things can either do one or two things. It could take them to the top uh, cancel them out. <laughs> Listen, but you know, so be be careful with those things because me being in the educational realm of things, I see a lot. I had a third grader say, "I got a man." The other third graders' response was, "What your man got to do with me? You're in the third grade. There's no way in the world you know that song." Number one. Number two, these are adults. And then I say, you ain't got no man. Go have several seats. That child looked at me and said, oh, you fancy, huh? Wait a minute. Clutches pearls. Yes. What? Like. I'm going to be honest. That just sounds like their parents got good taste in music. Huh? Shouts out to Trick Daddy and Trina and all them 305 people. That's, that's just. <laughs> But I'm just, I'm just saying, you gotta, you gotta trick that on saying I got. They don't do that. You said it, not me. Oh, let me take that off. Ain't no shouts out to Trina and Trick. They don't know nothing about that. Who the fancy hun was Drake, and I got a man was uh, I think Ella Kuchar. I got a man. What your man got to do with me? But that ain't Ella Kuchar. He don't say no stuff like that. He do. I need love. But yeah, just um, so we're gonna end the the mommy moment segment with just be careful with those little ones because they are little sponges. You gotta be careful with them. Positive K. Positive K. So I I'm sorry. Um, I was loud, strong, and dead, dead ass, ass wrong. <laughs> but hey, it's okay. We have those moments. It wasn't my intent. But the result was wrong. Nah, I I'm definitely it, about to yeah, take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It hit different. Yeah, yeah. You were like, you were like that shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It was your intentions <laughs> understood. I'm gonna but... let y'all know how it go. I'm gonna use it on. Right, right. Yeah, you gotta let me know how that, he, how that, because he don't know it. I don't know if he know it yet. So I'm about to see. I'm like, right, yeah. It's a new revelation. I can't win it, right? Yeah. That was not your intent. It's good, but the result was wr
But um, listen, it has been a great show. This was good. This was good. We this talked was... about some. Or you got to come back more often. Right. I will. This was fun. Right. So, you know, um, it's been a great show. We talked about some things. We had a morbid moment. Um, but even within that morbid moment, we still want to send out prayers to the Bailey family. We want to send out prayers to um, the young man accused of the crime. We want to send out prayers to his family. Um, and we want to send out prayers to all bereaved families, people that are going through some things. Um, and the collection play is coming. Oh, well, hold up, hold up. Let me get some music. My whole spirit over here. Hey, <laughs> I love. Listen, <laughs> I'm having talking. a. He's joking, and I'm all in the spirit room right, right now. I'm like, oh. Yeah, we got it. We got to pray for those hey, people. We do. We, we do. Pray for those people, and thank God it ain't you. Right. Because it could happen. Oh wow, he has an ad plan during my my sentimental moment. What happened with the prayers? Go ahead. <laughs> We're going to send our prayers to the Bailey So family. we're sending prayers to the Bailey you, family. Lord. We're going to send prayers to the yes. Fuchi family um, uh, as not, we not, move not, forward. Not, not like, foul, literally, he too. is making, oh, my God, this is not the same anymore. <laughs> like, I was having a moment here, and then you got this oppressed, depressed music going on. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I have a topic. Listen, <laughs> listen, this is foolishness. But on some real stuff, you see how it goes down at the Exactly Podcast. We sh- we don't shoot the shits. We talk the real shit. So it was great having you on the show tonight, Ray. Thank you thank so you. much for joining me tonight. Um, thank you, Husbay, for joining me tonight. Um, we wish well to Row. Um, we wish cool ass key greatness on all her future endeavors. She decided to leave us. But all is well. The show must go on. And it's been great here at the Exactly Podcast, episode 10. One monkey don't stop my show. Peace.